and welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner, um, transmitting to you this week from Sunny Barking, uh, just outside of London. We kick off the show with a track by the International Teachers of Pop. Now, I spent a bit more time kind of ratcheting around on the web this week trying to find some more interesting facts about them. I did come across uh, an old Tumblr site run by the guys, two of the guys from International Teachers of Pop, who also trade as the Electronic Research Council. But there was nothing much more to find apart from that. So let's crack on with a track taken from their eponymous album. This is International Teachers of Pop and On Repeat. International Teachers of Pop and On Repeat and sounds a lot like early Pet Shop Boys to me. You know around West End Girls opportunities that before they really got a very smooth production on their sound it was slightly more clunky and chunky and actually a lot more enjoyable. Um, and the rest of the album is in that vein if you enjoyed that. I've played a couple of tracks of it on the show before but let's move on to Barry Andrews uh, frontman or co-frontman of Shriekback who's always had quite an active little 
uh, career going on. He'd done a few solo albums along the way. Uh, There's a good one called Haunted Box of Switches, I think that was the title of it. Um, he's working at the moment with the rest of Shreeback on their 15th studio album, but he's also found the time to do a solo album called Contaminated Pop. Um, if you're a Shreeback fan, you can hear a lot of what's in this album going back to albums like Big Night Music, um, just his sort of style of songwriting. And it's a nice, easy listening. It's not overproduced by any stretch, but it has got a good sound to it. And this track I'm going to play for you now is called Filthy Wonderland. Thank you. 
He really does have a great ear for a pop hook. Barry Andrews and taken from his album Contaminated Pop, that track was called Filthy Wonderland and I'll probably play two or three more tracks off that over the coming weeks or next couple of months. Now, last week I picked up a copy of uh, Joy Division's Peel Sessions. I saw it uh, came up on Amazon. Um, expensive, some of these old discontinued CDs, aren't they? And I also bought a New Order one. The New Order one was just a total waste of money. It was taken from a period when they really hadn't found their post-Joy Division feat. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm never 100% sure they did until they got into the sort of the period like, around technique and after that when I kind of lost interest in them anyway. But the Joy Division stuff is fascinating. Um, when they first heard the recordings that Martin Hammond had done of their songs, Bernard Sumner in particular said he didn't like them because it just didn't sound like Joy Division live and he sort of modified his view later on. And it's very true. What Martin Hammond did with their sound was to just add a massive dose of his own influence in there um, but they certainly were an amazing live album and I thought these Peel sessions would probably capture some of that and I wasn't disappointed uh, this is them from gosh when will this have been 1979 1980 this is Transmission
Joy Division and Transmission taken from the Peel Sessions. And while that was playing, I looked up and I was right, the Peel Sessions were between January and November 1979. Um, so moving on, I'm going to play a track now from the album that Hannah Peel recorded with the poet Will Burns. Uh, came out earlier this year called Chalk Hill Blue. And I was struggling to get into it at first. I've mentioned this on the show before, actually. But then the Minx and I went to see them doing a performance in Belfast. And it just made so much more sense live. And subsequent to that, I've been able to go back and enjoy the album loads more. Um, I've, I'm enjoying his poetry a lot more, the more I listen to it, but also his performance. But I also love the subtle work that Hannah Peel uh, is doing in the background. And that was kind of more apparent during the live gigs, uh, which, was, yeah, which did lead to me enjoying them quite a lot more than I might have done otherwise. But I have to say, uh, how restrained she's on the album it works really well, and I think it's very generous of her as a performer to just create that space for Will Burns to read his poems. So taken from the album Chalk Hill Blue, this track is called Spring Dawn on Mad Mile. Spring dawn on Mad Mile. There is no weather yet to define the day in those terms. No brightness or structural shadow has revealed the line or flesh of anything. The wood, the river, the guest house. You could be dreaming of the curtain and the breeze across your back, of the outdoors the heat, or the birdsong that appears to be everywhere, reports upon a sense of the unfamiliar that this hour alone is burdened with, that spreads like leakage that becomes a drone.
Spring Dawn on Mad Mile by Hannah Peel and Will Burns from the album Chalk Hill Blue. So I bought a couple of weeks ago the new EP by Jen Vix, uh, which is called Six, which I am enjoying enormously. And this track I'm going to play for you now, I've been playing this all week and loving it. I love every aspect of this. I love her vocal for a start. And I think there was something that went a bit weird in the kind of fashion of, of vocals a combination of that kind of all that virtue, the all acrobatics that Whitney Houston uh, started doing, and then later on this kind of X Factor style of singing for men and women. Um, so I do like a voice that's kind of got its own sound and doesn't have that kind of generic feel to it. And I think Genvix definitely ticks that box for me. I love the music and how it's put together. I love how confident she is of the space in the music. I don't not talk about silence, but just having so few things going on. And I think it's beautifully produced as well. If you're listening on headphones, you'll particularly enjoy this, I think. As I say, it's taken from her new EP, Six, and this track is called Rover.
Jen Vicks and Rover taken from her recent EP6. Now virtually everything I said about Jen Vicks before I played that track I could apply equally to Elizabeth Bernholtz who trades under the name of Gazelle Twin um, particularly with reference to her album uh, the, the Entire City which came out in 2011. There's that same beautiful vocals although quite different from Jen Vicks's I think. Um, that same uh, confidence with space in the music, lovely production, and just great sounds. So this track I'm play for you now, taken from that album, The Entire City, is called Obelisk.
Gazelle Twin and Obelisk taken from the album The Entire City, which was released in 2011. And going back even further in time to 2003 and Goldfrapp's album Black Cherry, I mean, that bends my mind to think that was released 16 years ago, especially it still sounds so contemporary. Um, the album Black Cherry is an absolute corker, not least because it features Strict Machine, which is just such a belter, a stomper of a song. I've played that on the show before. I'm not going to play that again this evening. What I'm going to play, though, is a track from the album called Hairy Trees, which is an unusual title. Um, but I just think this is beautiful for so many reasons. And you know, she has such a powerful and versatile voice. And I love on this track how gentle and reined in she keeps, I think she, Alison Goldfrapp, keeps that. So as I say, taken from the album Black Cherry, this is Goldfrapp and Hairy Trees.
Goldfrap and Hairy Trees taken from the album Black Cherry, which I would highly recommend. So next weekend, I will be at the Blue Dot Festival, which I'm hugely looking forward to. So there won't be a fresh electronic ears. I will dig out something from the vaults and post that up for you to reminisce over. Um, But I am hugely looking forward to this festival. There's a Delia Derbyshire afternoon, which, as you can imagine, is making me very, very excited. Um, And in addition to Craftwork headlining, which, of course, is unmissable for me, uh, New Order are playing, which I'm cautiously optimistic about. I think that might be a rather good show. Hot Chip, of course. And also, um, surprisingly, very pleasant surprise for me, Kayla Painter, who I've been playing on the show, uh, downloaded a load of her stuff from Bandcamp recently. I'm really interested to see what kind of show she puts on. I'm half thinking it'll probably be a sort of semi-improvised piece. Um, So I thought I would celebrate the forthcoming performance by her at Blue Dot and play a track from her 2018 uh, EP, Keep Under Wraps. This track is called, actually, Keep Under Wraps.
Michaela Painter and Keep Under Wraps. And I've told the story of uh, David Sylvian and Ingrid Chavez's uh, EP they recorded together before on the show. But just to refresh your memories, uh, 20 or so years ago when they were married, they recorded a handful of songs, about six or seven songs, and put them on an EP, on a CD, sorry, that they sent out to loads of their friends. Uh, they subsequently divorced, sadly. Um, but then about in 2010, Ingrid Chavez went back and re-recorded four of those tracks, um, which David Sylvian had pre- previously make a, made available. Uh, but Ingrid Chavez's album is called Little Girls with 99 Lives, and she re-recorded... Well, I say she re-recorded. There's lots of elements that sound very, very close to the original work that she did with David Sylvian. So I wonder whether she sampled some of that or just augmented the original tapes. Either way, it's absolutely great. Um, not better than the originals, just different. She's put a different slant on them. I think it just works really well. I've played the other three tracks off the EP previously uh, on the show over the last three or four months. This is the last one. This is called Remembering Julia.
Ingrid Chavez and Remembering Julia taken from her EP Little Girls with 99 Lives, Shashi Lyric, from that particular song. Now, last weekend, the Minx and I went down to Carefully Castle to see Public Service Broadcasting playing a gig there. Uh, it's just a short way away from Ebba Vale where they recorded their um, Every Valley album. And I have to say, I've seen them loads of times. I think I must have seen them more now, more times I've seen Nick Cave, previous record holder for person I've seen most playing live. But on this occasion, they were absolutely on fire. It's the best performance I think I've seen them give. Um, just brilliant in so many respects, not least the fact that everyone was quiet during the quiet bit of the other side. Um, but the high point for me, I think, actually was Sputnik, which is always a great track live. I've played the live in Brixton version of that on the show before, so I'm going to play for you now the radio edit, which is just still absolutely beautiful. Public Service Broadcasting and Sputnik. This is the beginning of a new era for mankind. The era of man's cosmic existence. You will now hear the voice of the Russian moon.
That's a great piece of music and a great song, but beautifully produced. Public Service Broadcasting and the radio edit of the track Sputnik. Now, the reason I'm down in London this weekend was to go to a launch event for, well, it, Wire having a film made about them and... They, there's already been one round of fundraising for it and some of the work has been done in the interviews so they're on another round of fundraising at the moment looking to raise another £60,000 this is the filmmakers not Wire themselves so I went down to Shoreditch yesterday and they showed a bit of the film which was great and then they had a Q&A session with the band on stage and that was also super enjoyable so to celebrate that I'm going to play a track by Wire uh, this is a B-side of their Silkskin Paws EP and it's called German Shepherds before I kick that off I'll just say Thanks very much for listening. I hope you'll be back next week. Well, next week I won't be here. I'll be at Blue Dot, but I'll be back the week after. Cheers then. Bye. Yeah.